0: Welcome to the Real Deal Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Alessandra Macaluso, and this is Episode 4. Today, we have Lauren Sneed. She is the founder of Rhythm and Light Ceremonies. You can find her at rhythmandlightceremonies.com and I am super excited to talk to her today. How are you doing, Lauren?
1: Hey, Ali. I'm doing great. Thank
0: you. Thanks for coming on the show. We found each other from a recent article I wrote on Huffington Post. Um, You were so nice. You sent me a really, really sweet email just saying how you liked my article, and then you also said a big, end, exclamation (laughs) point. (laughs) And then you talked about all the other things that make sense and are relevant to what The article was about and what i was saying and i knew that i liked you right away which is why i'm really glad that you're here oh well the feeling's mutual so yeah it's such a it's just an honor and a thrill thank you well um before we get started you have a ton of great tips to share and i and again i love your website i found a lot of awesome things on there that i cannot wait to talk to you about but first Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about you and how you got into the rhythm and light ceremonies
1: so I'm originally from Maine, and I grew up there. And I was in my twenties, and one of my best friends from high school invited me to officiate his wedding. And I had no clue what I was doing. I'd never officiated a wedding or a ceremony before, quite like that. And um, and he said, "Look, we're not religious. We don't want the same old, same old. We want something unique, something fresh. Can you help us?" And I kind of took a big, deep breath in and said, "Yes." <laughs> What that would mean. Um, so I just started asking a lot of questions. I got really curious about he and his partner, and about their relationship, about their love story, how they met, defining moments in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and together, we crafted an original ceremony. I officiated the ceremony. We were right on the coast in Maine. It was gorgeous. It was a beautiful day. Oh. And the ceremony went really well. It went so well, in fact, that a few weeks later, another friend called me and said, hey, I'm, I'm eloping next week. What are you doing? Can you meet me at the lighthouse? And I said, sure. <laughs> and then next, you know, I'm getting calls from, you know, so-and-so's cousin's neighbor. Well, lo and behold, after doing about, you know, 15, 20, 25 weddings, I realized this is, I'm kind of onto something. And I realized that people were not only loving the ceremonies themselves, they were also loving the process of of being asked all these deep, powerful, beautiful questions. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, over the years, it's just evolved. And a couple years ago, I quit my day job, launched Rhythm and Light ceremonies, and then um, became certified as a coach because I wanted to bring a deeper level of skill and wisdom and insight into the what I call the discovery process. All those beautiful questions I ask people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I am now I'm living out in California with my wife Katie. this is my full- time job and I am completely in love
0: with it <laughs> what I really loved when I when I found you connected with you and found your website is you you know like as you already mentioned you talk about the process so it's mm-hmm. not just yeah. you know here's Lauren and you're officiating the ceremony it's the mm-hmm. process that really gets couples involved that is really more of the experience so then when you do get to the you know, altar or whatever you want to call it. When you finally do get there and you're marrying this person that you love so much, you also have the process that you walk them through to get there. I think that that's half the battle. I mean, I know for me personally, just to share a quick, you know, personal experience. For us, you know, I was raised Catholic and it was kind of just expected you're going to get married in the church. And for a brief minute, my husband and I thought about what other kind of ceremonies can we do? Because we were raised Catholic, but we're not necessarily, you know, super religious. We were trying to figure yeah. out a way that we can get married in a unique way. And all I remember is my grandmother saying, if you don't get married in the church, I'm not coming. You know, <laughs> so we, we just kind of, you know, ended it right there and we just went along yeah. the ride. But yeah. this whole this whole thing about having a process in place and really making a ceremony unique is very intriguing to me and i know it is for many brides so can you talk a little bit more about what your process is
1: i've actually broken it down into three phases um the first phase is what i call the discovery phase mm-hmm. and over the years i've created this in-depth questionnaire and i send it to both um, people the, the couple um and i ask them to each complete it separately because i want to really hear their authentic voices individually i love that yeah They're questions based on, you know, questions about their relationship, questions about themselves, their strengths, you know, who they are in the world, who they want to be in the world, questions about marriage and what it means for them, Mm -hmm. Uh, questions about family and their values. Um, And so it's really, I mean, it's a really in-depth questionnaire. And then once couples send it back to me, I have them create a special night together, crack open a bottle of wine, do something fun. And then share the responses with one another. And I've heard from them that it's been such a deeply bonding experience to wow. go through this. Yeah, Because it's, it's really like this time they've carved out together to um, share these deeper components. You know, like these deeper questions. Like, for example, you know, what inspired you to choose me as your person? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a like powerful question to sit there and hear your partner, your fiance, look at you and say, you know, this is what I see in you. This is what I love about you. And this is why I chose you. Yeah. I get get chills just thinking about it.
0: And you'll have that forever.
1: You'll have it forever. Yeah. So then after they've gone through this process, which all of my couples say is a deeply bonding, powerful experience for them, Mm -hmm. then we get together for a couple hours and we talk about it. You know, we just go through their answers. We talk about what it was like for them to share their responses with one another. And then that kind of becomes material for phase two, which is really creating the original ceremony. So we use... All of their thoughts, all of their insights, all of their feelings um, and observations. And we, we take that and synthesize it into a ceremony that really tells their love story. Um, and then phase three is the wedding weekend. So we kick things off with a big, joyful, opening welcome circle with their friends and family on their, you know, the night before their wedding. And then on the wedding day, um, I deliver the ceremony. And that's that's the process.
0: I think it's great that you also do, uh, it doesn't matter whether your wedding is very small, intimate, or a big wedding. Because for me, the first thing I thought is, wow, I I had a big Italian wedding. You know, we just have a huge family, both sides. But then I saw on your website that you actually do both intimate and large weddings and you somehow find a way to pull it all together no matter what the size is. You know
1: I've done small little weddings literally with me and a bride and a groom in Mirror Woods which is a beautiful redwood forest near me Um, and then they had a photographer videographer that's it no guests but they went through the entire process and cannot say enough um, amazing things about how powerful it was for them Mm -hmm. even without you know any guests there any of their closest friends and family and then on the other hand I've done weddings with 200 people at a big vineyard. And they, you know, come from all over the world to be there. Guests from everywhere. Yeah. And you know, no matter what size your wedding is, this experience can also be can be very powerful. I also want to circle back around to your point, which is that people do come from a wide range of mm-hmm. um, faith backgrounds and traditions. And so, some of what I do with my couples is really ask them. You know, a, would you like to integrate any of this into your ceremony? So, for example, some Jewish couples will say, "Yeah, you know, we don't want." We're not getting married by a rabbi, but we do want a chuppah. And we do want to break the glass. So there are ways in which we can integrate some traditions mm-hmm. into the ceremony. But it's really a collaborative process.
0: Which is what it's all about, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you want to have something that represents you as a couple, and you want to pull from yeah. both of your backgrounds, whether they're different or the same, you know, and you want to really make it special, and that's the beauty of it.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't emphasize that or say it any better than that. Yeah. Every couple is unique. Everybody has their own love story to tell. Yeah. Everybody has something that's gonna be meaningful for them.
0: Yes, which there's a couple of things that I wanted to mention real quick for listeners and we can we can touch on each of them. But the first thing <laughs> is that I know that you've been reviewed and you have rave reviews on Wedding Wire. So I wanna mention that and I'll put the links to everything in the um, post on my blog. So you'll have links to your website, your Facebook, your Instagram, and all of that, and there'll be links to Wedding Wire. But I know that you have awesome reviews there. Um, the Thank other you. thing that I want to mention is that you also help brides. Now, you're out in California, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you help, you can help brides from afar. So even if people are listening who are not necessarily, you know, they don't mm-hmm. live in California, they're not near you, you can still help them remotely figure out how best to work their ceremony to make it about them.
1: Oh. Absolutely and there's several ways I can do that. Number one, even if I'm not the person officiating your wedding, I can still guide you through this discovery process which you can then use as inspiration or material for your wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I also train new officiants. So if you're having a friend or a family member officiate, I can work really closely with them to um, support the process. And then um, the third way is just as a consultant, some people just say, hey, can we get a couple hours of your time? And, you know, could you maybe help us with our vows? Can you, you know, help us with whatever part of the, the process they really want
0: extra support with? See, I wish I met you for that. I would have loved <laughs> – and I got married in New York. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina now, but, you know, our wedding, we were still living in New York or had just moved here, I think. So um, I wish that I had met you for that because I would have done that 100%. Like if I knew that you existed and that you could help us, with, you know, pull out a uniqueness about our relationship and help incorporate it into a ceremony and make it really special – You know, not, I mean, we had a nice ceremony and everything, but I wish that we had known you sooner.
1: Well, I mean, you know, not to blow smoke here but hello the real deal bride bible would have been incredibly helpful because <laughs> you know my wife and I have been married for almost four years we had a huge wedding in Maine and it was it was so overwhelming like yeah it's like when, it's like when you meet your person it's about love yeah and you get engaged it's all about love mm-hmm. and then you start to plan your wedding and it's like all about logistics and yes like social dynamics and it's like the circus comes to town it's like what, the <laughs> what about the love
0: perfect description <laughs> It's like somebody just sets up a big red and white striped tent over okay. everything that you're doing. And so
1: there's no ringleader. It's just a bunch of you know circus acts with no like just what's happening. Well, know? yeah,
0: and for most prides, they they never know that that's happening. So it's like this is oh. usually the first time you're doing this. Maybe the second. I don't know. I mean, yeah. for my for us, this is my husband's second marriage. You know, he like. But for most people, this is your first or or second, or, and you don't really yeah. know what to expect. So it's like. Oh, man. You're blind. You're completely blindsided. And like I tell everybody, you know, and this is another, a whole other tangent we can talk about, but um, I tell everybody, you know, vendors and this and that, there's so many wonderful, fantastic, amazing vendors. But at the end of the day, you have to know what you're getting into because likely this is your first time. Vendors do this as a business. So if you don't know what to look for, what to think about, you know, how to book things, how to negotiate contracts, you could really get yourself into trouble.
1: And I've seen it. I see it all the
0: time. It's it's scary. So, uh, but I love the fact that you specialize in the personalized, you know, getting back to, you know, what you do. Yes. Um, ceremonies and everything and really making it about the bride and the groom because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. You really just want a heartfelt and ceremony.
1: Like, and I also want to say the bride and the bride, the groom and the groom. I'm sorry.
0: Yes, um, absolutely. I, I've
1: done lots of wonderful same-sex marriages and I'm so thrilled that it's now legal across the country. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, we just want to honor that, especially as a queer person myself
0: yes absolutely and I know you do all all types of ceremonies but it's so good yeah. to know that you know you really do all types of ceremonies and that you have a personal experience with that and you can really help uh, people make things super special about them absolutely and the other thing I wanted to add
1: is that I I actually traveled to do this as well in fact in May I'm being flown to New York to do a wedding so for folks that are feeling really excited and ambitious <laughs> fly me to Palm Springs fly to Hawaii I'll be <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is very very cool to know i'm glad that you just said that let me tell you something that is one of the most as you know as our listeners know that is one of the most intimate things is when you get yeah. married you know a lot of times you think about you know the reception and obviously you want to have a party and you want to have a great yeah. time but really the most intimate things that you're going to remember are about your ceremony well you know and you
1: talk a lot about this in, in everything i've read that that you've written um it's, it's really, you know, how do you want to feel? Yeah. Right. It's not just how you look in your wedding dress or the color of your napkins. It's, you know, how do you want to feel in the days leading to your wedding during the ceremony afterwards? You know, it's not just about, um, you know, having a great party is wonderful. And I believe me, I'm the first to say, I love a good dance party. I love a great party, love good food. And I really value all the work that goes into that mm-hmm. and what about the heart you know what about the reason we're all here which is to really celebrate and elevate your love your relationship yeah so for me yeah it is it's all about reclaiming the heart of the wedding which is really for me the ceremony
0: I know that you have some really good tips for couples and I think okay. you have three in particular that I wanted you to share with us so sure. can you get into so- that your three major tips that couples can know when planning their ceremony
1: Absolutely. So the first tip I always offer is to really get clear. So there's a couple key questions in this one. So number one, what does marriage mean for you? Mm-hmm. Um, what about it is important for you? Not for your mom or, you know, your friends or anybody else, but what about it is important for you? And also kind of piggybacking on that, what kind of experience do you want to have? How do you want to feel? Mm-hmm. What do you? And then, you know, what do you want your guests to walk away with? So I think really carving out time with your partner. To really ask yourselves those questions and just really get clear, then that can become sort of a north star for the process. So, for example, let's say it's really important for you and your sweetie that you are really bringing your communities together, so that this wedding is really about bringing your families together. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's lots of really great ideas for for how to do that. Or uh, you might say it's really important to us that you know we honor people that might not be here with us today. Mm-hmm. Um, great, there's there's ways to address that. So it, it it's really a paradigm shift from what does society say marriage is? What does our culture say society marriage is? What does our religion say, you know, marriage is, to what does it mean for us? And then how can we really honor that in the ceremony? So that's my first tip is just get clear.
0: I, I think it's great. And I really like your analogy of doing that first and having that be your North Star.
1: It's your guiding light. It's your metric. You know, it's, it's your compass. The second tip is tell your love story. You know, I cannot tell you, I mean, I've done, I think I'm on number 54. I've done 54 weddings to date and I've got a bunch lined up. Wow um, yeah and and the one thing I hear over and over and over is after the ceremony guests come up to me and they say, you know Lauren, I have known Joe forever and I was there when he met Diane but I had no idea you know about you know this experience or that story or how they got engaged or whatever. And guests just so love learning about you as a couple and what you stand for. Yeah. Uh, so I think really the second tip is just tell your love story. You know, share um, those defining moments. Share what it is that you adore about your partner, what inspires you about them. Mm-hmm. It's it's powerful for you, and it's really powerful for your community.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's great that I know you also have – obviously away with people in general no matter what um, so thank you. but i wanted to mention that there are also a lot of people as we know that are more a little bit more introverted you know yeah. they don't necessarily want to put their whole life their whole relationship out there absolutely. on that stage but you have a lot of beautiful ways that help just bring out just enough where people are aware of the love and aware of what's going on that day but you're not yeah. you know no one feels like they're in the middle of your bedroom you know what i mean like it's just very yeah. it's it's intimate but it's beautiful and it's just the right amount
1: absolutely Absolutely. And I think that leads really beautifully into my third um, tip, which is um, to just trust your love and to trust the process. So when you take the time to get clear, when you really take the time to explore your relationship, then you can really feel it out. You know, you can really feel out, okay, what is it that we do want to share? You know, what do we stand for as a couple? And just trust the love, trust, you know, because it can feel vulnerable. Yeah. I work with a lot of couples that are very introverted and they're like, well, we don't want all this attention. (laughs) Um, You know, so I guess kind of second to this is, you know, take time. I I always write the ceremonies in advance and Mm -hmm. I ask my couples to try it on. What's working? What's not? What feels awesome? Mm -hmm. And don't be shy about giving me feedback about what it's going to take for this to feel great for you. Um, So, yeah, so when it gets vulnerable, just trust
0: the process. I I think that's great advice, and I think that everybody can kind of, you know, everybody can take from it something different, something that's specific to their own relationships, which is really a beautiful thing. I mean, you have a gift. You really do. You you can't, like, not just anybody can do this. You have to have a gift to really get into the different couples and the different relationships that you work with and to really pull out those personality traits that shine on, on a wedding day.
1: You know, Allie, this kind of like brings me to another place, which is that for me, this is so much more than a job. <laughs> this isn't just a paycheck or yeah. a thing I do as a, a you know occupation. This is a calling. This is you know when I really think about what my job is here in a broader sense, my life purpose. Um, it's really to grow love in the world. That is what I'm all about. And so when I get to work with couples and tune into that love and share that with them and share that that kind of magical experience um, with them and their communities and their families. Uh, It's just, I can't even explain it. It's it's the deepest honor. It's so humbling. I just feel so grateful that this has been a path that has blossomed in my life and that I've said yes to it and it has said yes to me and -hmm. that couples keep showing up and giving me really great opportunities to... To play with this sort of love and magic, and um, it's just—I'm—I'm I'm just so grateful.
0: You're very lucky, and they're very lucky, you know, to connect with you. And again, I—you have tons of reviews on Wedding Wire that are all fantastic. But um, I'm just looking at them again, and one of them I'm reading right now is just saying that her ceremonies and wedding weekend rituals are the emotional glue that brings everyone together, including friends and family who are only meeting for the first time. That's mm-hmm. huge, huge, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine having that kind of, you know, power to take friends and family that I've never even met before and they're just together to celebrate the love of two people and you can somehow pull it all together like that.
1: Well, you know, it's really fun and um, I'd love to give you an example of how I do that because I think maybe this might be an idea that people can take with them for their own wedding weekend. So a lot of times I've found in dress rehearsals, It can kind of be like going through the motions. It's a little awkward. Everybody's coming from different places. Maybe they've traveled. Maybe they're jet lagged. People kind of know each other, but not really. So I always, I mentioned this earlier, but I always start with an opening circle. Mm -hmm. And basically it's an opportunity for people to really come together and just ground themselves in this moment. And I ask people to share where they're from, how they know the couple, um, where they've traveled from so that we can really honor how far they've come to get to be here today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then I ask them to share one nice thing, you know, so it could be. A favorite memory of the couple it could be something that inspires them about the couple or just a wish that they have for them and it's it's so powerful you know I'll never forget um, I was marrying a couple and um, the bride had a little brother who was 15 and he was really shy and we were going around the circle and nobody really thought he'd say anything and they kind of almost skipped over him but he kind of jumped in and he said wait a minute I have something to say and he looked at the groom to be you know her fiance and said you know When you came into my sister's life, I didn't know you at all. And now, you're somebody that I look up to and admire. And I get just choked up remembering this moment. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying over here. And the broom just, I mean, he just tears just started streaming down his face. I said, I'm thinking about this. And it's like that sort of magical moment. Yeah. Um, You know, it's just, I think in our country, we're just, we're hungry for that sort of meaningful moment. So I feel like it's just so, I can't emphasize how important it is to really carve out space. And that's all it is. It's just creating space and inviting people to share.
0: Yeah. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing and you have to know how to do it. And obviously, like we said, you you clearly have a gift to do it. Um, weddings, I've always said, conjure up some very strange, weird things in people. And you can take that however you want it. But it it can go in many different directions and you really are like a, a director in a lot of cases because it it brings out a lot of emotions and and if you have the right kind of setting and the right kind of people with you and it, if it if it does stay all about the love then you get beautiful experiences like like you just shared. I want to say one thing about, you know, the the how we connected, the art, the article that I wrote on Huffington Post, one of the One of, you know, you get comments on there. Some of them are like, this is great. And other of them, you know, other comments are like, you're horrible. And, (laughs) you know, everything you say is terrible. And I can't believe you wrote this. And who knows why people think what they think. But um, most of the comments were positive. But one of them had said something about, you know, but weddings should be about the guests. And however they interpreted my article, they interpreted it as if I was saying, you know, that it shouldn't be about the guests. Which couldn't be more wrong. Actually, what I was saying is that it is about the guests. You do need to feel the love, but in certain situations, you do have guests that maybe don't bring positivity to it. Yeah. So a lot of what what I advocate for, and I know that you do too, is to just keep things positive, keep the love involved. And, you know, people will bring their, their dramas or their judgment or whatever they want to bring to it. You're always going to have those people. It doesn't matter who you are. I think everybody, most everybody I know has those people in their circle. But the, the point is to focus on the positive, focus on the beauty, kind of find a beautiful way to put all that aside and just bring forward what it's really all about.
1: You just said that perfectly. I don't even know what I could add to that other than to say I read all your comments after reading your your blog post or your article on Huffington Post and I read that comment. And my first thought was they're missing the point. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Not to criticize them in particular, but just to say that it's not either or. Right. yes and, it's you know, yes we wanna bring our communities together, we want our guests to have a good experience and it's about love, it's about sharing, it's about magic, and it is about being positive because otherwise, what's the point? Exactly. You to spend you know, $30,000, $70,000 on an experience where you're just miserable. It makes no
0: sense. Exactly. You know?
1: So yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's about setting that tone and it's about setting that intention. So kind of going back to the get clear tip that I had, mm-hmm. that's a great time to set an intention. Mm-hmm. You know, as we move through this process, we really want this to be positive, full of love, full of magic, full of joy. Yes. And, you know, and again, that can become, I always say, like, the, I use the word metric here. You know, as you're making decisions along the way, ask yourself, does this spark joy? Yeah. Does this spark
0: happiness for me? Does this spark love for me? It's kind of and like it, the, the KonMari yeah. of weddings.
1: Exactly. Yep. You just nailed it.
0: <laughs> this, this kind of brings me into, um, you have some key concepts that I wanted to talk to you about. And it's in terms of the context, you know how you can really start viewing this from the beginning um, I'll let you talk about it, but mainly, you know I want to hear about how you get people going with these key concepts and how everybody can focus on those to make their ceremonies beautiful so um the first one I know is that when you meet a person, it's all about the love when this is exactly I love all this all these things yeah. when you get yeah. engaged, it's all about the love when you start planning yeah. the wedding all of a sudden bam, it's not about love anymore. It's about logistics, you know? Yeah, what are you going to yeah. do? Are you going to get a band? Are you, is your cocktail hour going to be here? Are you going to do this? Yeah. Are you going to do that? Sign this contract, and then you kind of can get lost. You know, love kind of takes a backseat. Oh, yeah. So yeah. how do you work with couples to reclaim what it's really all about?
1: You know, it, it really starts with the discovery process. You know, so, you know, as I've been saying along the way, it's really about getting clear. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's really asking them, what what does this mean for you? You know, what is important about this for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that usually leads to people talking about their values. So we value our relationship. We value our love. You know, this is meaningful for us because dot, dot, dot. And the minute you drop into the heart center, the minute you drop into what's important to you, it starts to become about love. It becomes about the things that matter. It becomes about that positive
0: warm energy you remind people that it's more than just a party it's actually about creating a solid foundation for your marriage which this is I I kind of always say the same thing how you interact with people whether it be you know your in-laws or your guests or or your spouse-to-be that sets the tone for marriage I think
1: absolutely I mean this is kind of like if you imagine this as a springboard you're springboarding into your future with your partner yeah. And you know, one of the one of my favorite, favorite things that I often do within ceremonies is um something called group vows. I feel like this really this process of group vows really speaks a lot to what we're talking about here. In this moment, what I do is I ask everybody, all of the guests to, to rise. I ask them to stand up, and then I tell them that I'm gonna make three statements and I invite them to respond with the simple words we do. And the statements I draft a little bit with my couples, but essentially they're things like as Joe and Diane's friends and family, do you promise to support their dreams and celebrate their love? We do. And they all say it in unison. And I ask a few more questions similar to those. And at the end, I just ask, I ask the couple to turn and face their guests and just pause. And it's this incredibly powerful moment where I see them making eye contact with their parents, Mm -hmm. their sister, you know, their best friend. And just really absorb this moment. And then I'll say something like, you know, we, we're all here because we love you. We believe in you. Yeah. And we're taking a stand for you. And I can't tell you how many couples down the road say, you know, Lauren, that has gotten us through some hard times. You know, the wow. reality is there's ups and downs in life. But knowing that our community has taken a stand for us has given us strength when we've needed it.
0: Yes. And you even do things like this at uh, dress rehearsals, right? At the run-throughs or the, you know, rehearsal dinners.
1: Yeah, I mean I think the main thing at the dress rehearsal is what I've described as the the opening circle, you know, where we really get to go around and say that positive uplifting. Here's yeah. what I see in you, here's what I love about you, here's what inspires me about you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As a
1: couple. Um, and it really sets the tone. It kinda of, it's like a primer. It warms people up and it sets the tone for the for the whole weekend. Yes,
0: and, and then it makes people feel involved because like you said earlier, people are travelling from all over, you know, you have guests coming from everywhere. Yeah, it's about the bride and the groom, but it's also about everyone there that's supporting you. So that's a great way to right. get people it's about involved. The
1: couple and it also it's it's about the couple and it's about the community and it's it's all inclusive. It's a yes and.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is what it's all about. So Lauren, you do all types of weddings. It doesn't matter. You do bride groom, bride bride, groom groom. So can, absolutely can you tell me a little bit more about that? You know, what you've learned, what you can share, what you can offer yeah. to people who maybe you know, getting married in all types of different situations?
1: Um, Absolutely. Uh, The first thing I can say is love wins. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, So um, I identify as queer. My wife and I have been together for seven years, married for almost four. Um, And it's really important for me that everybody feel that they have access to um, a meaningful ceremony to honor their love, that that everybody have access to a wedding. And uh, one of the most powerful experiences I had, is I worked with two men that were deeply in love, and one of them was Indian and was Hindu, raised in India, and the other was Israeli, born and raised in Israel, Jewish, oh, and wow. here they were living in San Francisco in the Bay Area. They'd fallen in love with one another, both from different countries, and they decided to have a big blowout wedding. Well, oh my gosh, they were <laughs> so nervous. How are <laughs> our families going to receive This, this is really big deal yes yeah you know, not only are we not having a traditional indian wedding or um, a traditional jewish wedding we're asking people to gather from around the world in san francisco and honor us two men getting married i
0: love them already <laughs> i know
1: i this is just such a when people talk about peak experiences this was one of them for me yeah um, you know they were so creative they had a chuppah which is a traditional jewish custom for ceremonies um they had a huppah that was designed and made in Israel but that had, that had been decorated with fabrics and materials from India
0: <laughs> Oh i bet that was beautiful. Beautiful. beautiful You need to send me pictures of that if you have pictures oh of gosh. that send them to me and i'll put them on the on the blog post I
1: will. and they're also on my um, there's a few on my website as well Oh
0: even better okay good i'll yeah. put the links and-
1: you know, so meeting with them was just so incredible because we were having conversations of, you know, how do we integrate these different customs, these different rituals, our traditions? Yeah. How do we help everybody from eight different countries? Wow. Um, how do we help everybody? in hundred, like I don't know, 175, 200 people. How do we help everybody feel included? And we just sat down and we got really creative. You know, they had come up with the HIPAA idea and, and with the, the Indian fabrics. But really, um, at the end of the day, we just authentically told their love story we talked about the most important things and it was universal it was uh, there was a message in the ceremony that everybody could relate to and by the end i mean rose petals in the air hugs left and right people coming up and just the energy in the room was palpable it was one of the most powerful experiences i've ever been a part of
0: I wish I was there. I wish I were a guest I wish, there.
1: <laughs> I wish I could broadcast it to the world. I mean, talk about beauty. Yeah. Talk about love wins. Talk about people, you know, digging deeper than what the beliefs, like the systems of knowing that they were born with and raised with and really tuning into the spirit of love. Yeah. I mean, it
0: was, it was transcendental. I mean, it was incredible. To me, that is the epitome of love, to have a big wedding like that, different, ba- I mean, that has yeah. different yeah. backgrounds, there, you know. It's, it really is. It's everything. That's, and I know that you have a ton of resources about everything like that on your website. And I and I again I know that your reviews on Wedding Wire, people talk about that. That you're just incredible with these, these types of ceremonies. I think it's really beautiful.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. And yeah, and I really wanna give, you know, so much credit to the couples who show up and allow themselves to share um, and to open their hearts and to be a little vulnerable. Um, and just to trust, to trust the process and to um, be honest about what feels good for them and what doesn't. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, as much as I'd love to take credit, it's really a collaborative experience and I really have to
0: give credit to the people who show up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it works both ways, right? Because you're the cha- you're the channel that, that can all come through. So. To me, like I said, you obviously have a very large talent and you can really help people on this path. So that's huge. Are um. you a
1: coach? I mean, I feel like I'm getting like a personal. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. I'm I not a coach at all. So I... Positive, and the fact that you see it and celebrate it—it's it, just—it's reciprocal. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, I, that because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And I feel like, like I said, I don't—I don't have any like regrets necessarily. I mean, we had a nice wedding and everything was fine. But looking back, there really yeah. there was so much that I wish that I knew. Like I wish yep. that somebody gave me the okay to like yep. make it about us and to get a little yes. personal the and permission. to yeah, like, I mean, nobody, it's no one's job to do that, but I just didn't know, you know, I mean, we got married, I was 24 when we got engaged, and we got mm-hmm. married when I was 26, and I, I say this in the book, and I, and I say it now, I was ready for the marriage, but I was not ready for the wedding, I was yeah. not ready for it, yeah. I just had no idea, I had no idea, yeah. I just never knew how many ways yeah, how you much can, how goes into it, and how many decisions there are to make, how exactly. many balancing budget, and- yep. And how many opportunities you have to make it really about you guys. So that's why I love everything that you're all about because that's at the end of the day, that's what you help couples get down to is the core of what it is all about. Yeah, what
1: matters. And you know, Ellie, I want to say this. I feel like the work that you're doing, the work I'm doing, it's about more than just our the daily grind. It's this is a movement. Yeah. I think that in our society, there's an epidemic of meaning and heart. Um, That a lot of times people find themselves just going through the motions of life, going through the motions without really pausing,
0: breathing,
1: savoring. That's one of the words that I love that you use so much, savoring the experience. So I think it's exciting to be part of this movement, and it's exciting to see what happens when we allow ourselves to be really present to these Meaningful, important
0: moments in life. I couldn't agree more. And I have to say, the older I get, you know, I'm 34 now, and the older I get, I feel like you start to realize that, you know, you don't see people every other weekend. You're not partying like maybe you used to, or you know, you're not you're not yeah. seeing everybody yeah. as often as you used yeah. to. And I know, I meet for me personally, we don't right. live close by near family, right. so. Weddings are what bring us together Absolutely. with people, Absolutely. whether it be friends, you know, that maybe we haven't hung out within six months to a year, or you know, yeah. family members. Like, like right now, my cousin's getting married in New York in July, and we haven't been back to New York in a while because you know yeah. we have, we have two small kids and we're just at a crazy period in life yes, right now. Totally. But my cousin's getting married in July and what are we doing? We are going up for the wedding because it's something that brings everybody together you know it's such Absolutely. a beautiful thing and the older, I feel like the older you get not to sound depressing but the older you get the more it really becomes about those experiences that you have in, the, in these events like a wedding that bring people together because you don't have access to people anymore. I mean you have access on your phone yeah. but you don't have that access where you're having a party and a beautiful experience with face to face you know connecting like you do at wedding.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's these meaningful moments, the weddings, maybe the birth, you know, the birthing of a child, there's meaningful milestones in life that really do bring people together. And to really honor that moment, to really take the time to celebrate it, to savor it, it's the gift you give yourself. Yeah. It
0: really is. You yeah. talk about a couple, I know you do a couple of different rituals. Well, you do a lot of different rituals, and um, mm-hmm. but a few mm-hmm. that you mentioned I wanted to see if you could talk about. There's sure. um, a ring warming and a, a wine box ritual. Yes, two of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what they are, and I know that when you say wine box, those are my favorite things right yeah. there. So go ahead and tell me because I can tell you right now I like it already.
1: Uh, by the way, some people put scotch in the box. It could be a scotch box, whiskey box, wine box. Anything will work. Um, for for couples that are not that don't drink, sometimes they'll put in a bottle of Pellegrino. That's fine too. Very nice. Um, so let me start with that. So the wine box ritual. I can't take credit for this idea. I've just I found it along the way. It was super inspiring. I adapt it to work with every couple. But basically, the idea is that you get a hand carved wine box, and you can find them like on Etsy or something like that. And you get your names engraved maybe with the date of your wedding
0: i've seen them i've given them as gifts and the way that this works is that before
1: the wedding you and your partner each sit down and you write letters to one another Um, it could be inspired by your vows. It could be, uh, you know, just whatever you're feeling from your heart in that moment. You write letters to one another. You also pick out a nice bottle of wine or whatever, it scotch, whiskey, most often it's wine, um, a nice bottle of wine that you'll enjoy together. And, um, and you put it in the wine box and during the ceremony, you put the letters that you've written to one another inside the wine box with the wine and you seal it. And when you seal it, you don't open it again for five years. And on your five-year wedding anniversary, you open this box for the first time, you crack open the bottle of wine, you read the letters you've written to one another, you share them with each other, and then, this is the part that I love, you get a new bottle of wine, you write new letters to each other, put it back in the box, seal it, and the tradition goes on every
0: five years for the rest of your lives together. It's like a time capsule for winos. It's like a (laughs) time capsule. I think that's awesome.
1: The time capsule for White
0: House. I think we're going to start that. I love it.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> You know, some couples that are already married they'll do it, they'll have a vow renewal and do the same process or they'll just say, Look, it's our ex anniversary, let's just start now. Some couples, you know, say, Let's do it every two years, but most often it's every five. And so basically during the ceremony, we're putting everything in the box, we're sealing it, and then we're saying some nice words and kind of just infusing that box and what it represents with good energy and lots of love.
0: My husband and I have been married for uh seven years. It'll be eight years in October. And I now that I found you, I'm already like, Okay, I want to do a vow renewal. I want Lauren's need to do it. I want rhythm and light ceremonies all over this thing, and we're gonna he likes beer and I like wine, so maybe we'll have like a beer bottle slash wine bottle five-year vow time capsule. I don't know. All
1: right, so it sounds like I'm officially now booking into 2018.
0: Um, and then okay, so
1: the other thing you asked about was the um, ring warming, and yeah. this is something that Katie and I did at our wedding, which I absolutely love. Okay. So basically, um, again on Etsy, you can find a, a beautiful little pillow. Some people use something more natural like a piece of moss or baby's breath and they tie the rings to it and during the ceremony the rings get passed around to every single guest there and i ask that everybody take a moment just a just a moment to hold the rings in their hand and infuse them with their love and their blessings for the couple so that by the time they make it back up to the couple at the end of the ceremony like 20 30 minutes later and by the time they exchange their rings and put them on their finger it has now been these rings have just been charged with the love of their community
0: i love that idea i really do <laughs> i got to be honest i i've never heard of it with rings i've i've heard of it with stones you know i've seen yes. i've seen stone chargers and Sports, something like that, yeah. Yeah, but I've never heard of it with rings, and I've especially never heard of it with passing it around to guests like that. That's just another unique thing that I would it's love. It's
1: just another unique thing, absolutely. And these happen to be my most popular ideas. I've got others as well, but these are the ones that people really say, you know what? we got to do this. Like, this is really meaningful for us.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're sharing all this stuff with us, and I know that there's so much that brides who are listening can take out of this, and that they can gather from your website. I'm going to wrap it up, but I would definitely love to have you back for more. Um, your website is rhythmandlightceremonies.com, www.rhythmandlightceremonies.com. You're on Facebook and Instagram where I will have your links to all of your sites where everybody can find you right in the bottom of this post. And you have a ton of reviews on Wedding Wire, so I know people can find you there and they can read what all of your brides, grooms, brides, brides, grooms, grooms, <laughs> what everyone has said about you because you're above and beyond. We can tell that already. Is there anything, any last notes that you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah, you know, I feel like in so many ways, a
1: lot of the parts of the wedding are really something that you're kind of creating for other people, like an experience, like a party or feeding people or making sure they have booze or whatever. <laughs> um, but I think the ceremony is really, and the time you take, you know, thinking about what's important to you, that's really the gift you give yourself. Yeah. You know, that's really the gift to you. Um, And yes, it's shared and yes, it's inclusive, but it is, it's really a gift you give yourself. So Please give yourself that gift. Take the time. Get clear on what this means for you. Tell your love story. Trust in the process. Trust in the love. And that's
0: it. That's really what I hope people take away from our time together here. And that sets the tone for not only the reception to follow, but the marriage in general. You nailed it.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Because like you said, it's not just about the wedding day. It's about creating that solid, empowering
0: foundation for your marriage. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Lauren, and um, again, all of your links are going to be in the post. I definitely would love to have you back in the future, so um, thanks for sharing. You can find Lauren at RhythmAndLightCeremonies.com. Quick note that, again, you don't need to to, to live near Lauren, um, and that you also train people who wish to do the same thing as you, which is spread the love. At the end of the day, love wins. doesn't matter who you are, where you're coming from. If you're coming together and getting married, love is winning. Absolutely. Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Thanks again, Lauren, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Allie. It's
1: been a real treat.